You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, Happy New Year. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast for 2019. We are back with our first episode, speaking to a very special guest. This is going to be another great show. Allie Boone is on from Hipster Investments. She is the founder and owner. She's going to give us a quick brief, and then we will continue to roll. You guys know how we do it. Thanks so much for being so loyal and keeping it live with us. So, Allie, let me throw it over to you. Go ahead and give us a little rundown script, and we will go from there. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, and I, I feel so honored to be the first guest of 2019. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you know. I this one special. You know, yeah, let's make it special. Let's make it hot. <laughs> let's make it hot and exciting for, for 2019. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Cool. Well, the short of my story is that I uh, I grew up in Georgia, and I grew up very traditional as far as, like, what you should do in life, like the got to get the good grades, got to go to college, got to get the secure job, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So I did that, and I was uh, in the aerospace industry, actually. I got my master's degree in aerospace engineering. And I got what people perceived to be the dream job. I was working top secret flight tests and all sorts of really cool stuff. And I just, but all the while that that was going on, I just, it just, something was seriously missing. Aside from I hated waking up every morning to go to this corporate job. I mean, it was a cool corporate job, but it was still a corporate job. And I hated my business casual outfits. I just, (laughs) everything, and I'm not a good dresser. So (laughs) me and the business casual, I mean, it was terrible. It's so bad. So I did the job and it you know I kept trying to make it work and trying to make it be something that fit me and in my defense I didn't really totally know what was me but the one part I did know was that I really didn't want bosses ever in life that I've never really been a big fan of anyone ever telling me what to do so I spent five years on the corporate job trying to figure out how to get out and one thing led to another and I I mean I worked really hard for five years just trying to figure out my way out because I, I didn't know I didn't really have a particular service to offer or skill or you know I just I didn't know how this was going to happen and five years later after just busting it I ended up kind of almost accidentally starting my company it was not it was never written on a sheet of paper how it was going to be it just kind of ended up forming itself and so now I've had my company hipster investments for I think we're going on about six and a half years and I quit my corporate job I took the leap into entrepreneurship basically which is the equivalent of leaping into the deep end when you don't know how to swim and you don't have floaties on your arms. Mm-hmm. So I've been riding that way for six and a half years or so now. And yeah, I've, you know, my whole life is just, it's, it's so, I kind of call it my old left brain life and now my right brain life. I actually ended up even getting another master's degree in spiritual psychology and I call it my left brain degree and my right brain mm-hmm. degree. And yeah, so it's been a really interesting evolution. And now I live in Los Angeles, living it up. I'm, I'm a lifestyle designer. I love traveling. I was traveling last week. I'm going again Saturday. I can work. And it's really cool. And I'm hoping to inspire others of the possibilities. Oh, I love it. And I hear the L.A. sunshine in your voice. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's Can't avoid it here. 
yeah, I'm telling you, it's all about the sunshine and the ocean. So I, I definitely hear the excitement in your voice. And I'm I'm happy to finally have somebody with a real estate background on the show. And I did a little digging and checked out your website, which is pretty cool, by the way. I like the layout and the concept. Look, looking good. So give us awesome. give us a little insight on how you actually got into real estate, though. So real estate started kind of accidentally. So the short of it is when I was trying to figure out my way out of corporate, the only ideas I had was that I was either going to have to start a business or somehow be in real estate. Because you always hear about real estate investors you yeah. know, leaving their regular jobs. And I didn't know what any of that looked like. And a few years into digging into all of it, I decided I was going to have to pick one because I was looking into too many things. And I decided to actually go the business route. I didn't know what business I was going to start. But I was like, I'm going to start a business. That seems easier. I don't really have capital for real estate. I'll go business. And a couple weeks later, this random advertisement for a real estate investing webinar came into my inbox. And I was like, oh, I'm bored. I'll watch it. And the short of that is I, I was like, oh, I actually really like the sound of this deal. While I still have a corporate job, I might as well do something smart with my money. Mm, and yeah. so while I still have money, because I didn't know where that, how long that was going to last. <laughs> exactly, and, right. Like, oh, you know, I've got a W-2 paycheck right now. I have insurance. <laughs> like, I let's do something smart. So I actually started pursuing investing as a total side gig and as it as it kept on I was networking I was meeting tons of really cool people I was getting introduced to just kind of different ideas and yada 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 and it was funny because my business uh, hipster is a referral business we're kind of a boutique referral agency like I, I basically connect you with people that I trust and that I like and that I've bought through myself and just deals that I, I feel good about and I started kind of I was so excited about all the investing I was doing I started doing that just nonchalantly like my cousin bought a property my mom's friend bought a property and at some point these guys kind of approached me and said listen you're sending so many people our way like if you will go get your real estate license we can pay you legally referral fees. I was like, oh, well, that seems like fun, side, easy money, which hilarious because here I am an aerospace engineer in theory pretty smart and I was not putting two and two together yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to get out of corporate for five years and right. now I have this way of making money and I'm thinking oh well that'll be fun side money while I still try and figure out my way out of corporate <laughs> exactly <laughs> right hello <laughs> yep. and so one day I finally woke up I was like hey wait a minute if normal real estate agents can make a living I wonder if I can make a living it's a I'm very investment tailored I don't do normal agent stuff but so yeah. that's kind of I was like whoa it's like this is what's happening and so I was still investing and I knew at this point if I was going to start my company I was going to be losing my W-2 paycheck very quickly and so I tried to invest as much as I could before I left and left lost that ability for the mortgages and so while I was investing for myself I started really trying to build this I was like is this a thing like can I make something of this and yeah so I think I was working on that for maybe six months or so before I left the corporate gig and I just I with the corporate thing, I couldn't focus on the real estate anymore, but that's how it all created. So, you know, I tell people, they're like, well, how did you get into real estate? And I don't want to say it fell on my lap because it sounds like I put no work into it, but organically it created itself and it presented itself to me. I didn't know I was going to be a rental properties girl. Like I didn't know I was going to have a company (laughs) named hipster freaking investments. And I knew none of this was going to happen. And so it was really a matter of me following kind of what presented itself after I had done all the work, you know, with the intention of getting out. So yeah. And I've, I've been nose deep in real estate ever since I recently bought a property local to me in Venice uh, with some partners. And that's been very humbling because it goes against everything I've ever taught in real estate and so it's 
you know, but so I'm constantly kind of dabbling different things, but for the most part, I'm a rental properties kind of girl. I don't flip. I don't do anything involving work. Work is not my preference at all. So I, <laughs> I, focus, I focus on passive income so I can go play at the beach. Yeah. Well, I guess we won't catch you on uh, the home. What is the renovation <laughs> network? <laughs> yeah, we won't. We'll be flipping, huh? had people reach out asking, uh, some TV people asking me to do it. I'm like, I, as much as I would love that, I have zero clue about any of that. So I've had to turn them all down. Exactly. Well, if you, if you decide to do it, I'm pretty sure you would have a, a pretty solid audience base. I mean, uh, it sounds like when you talk about real estate investments and it's, funny that you mentioned like the webinars because you always see those different workshops and conferences that visit these major cities talking about, hey, invest here. We can teach you this and and teach you that. How complex is the process, though? Is it that easy to just jump in? It sounds like you didn't have a a issue with you know, figuring well, it out. So I actually have my first book coming out. It's with a publisher right now and it's a real estate investing based book, but oh, it's good. very different than a lot because I'm a mindset girl. Like I love teaching and explaining mindset. And I think that real estate investing, it's on both ends of the spectrum. Number one, it's incredibly difficult because none of us learned any of this in school. We didn't yeah. even learn money mindset, much less how to pursue real estate investing. And so you dive into this world with a lot of intimidating people and there's a little shortage of personality. You know, it's not a customer service based industry. Like you're not yeah. going to get warm and fuzzies and smileys all the time. And then within that, there's so many different ways to invest in real estate. It's It, it can be overwhelming. So on that end I think it's incredibly difficult but on the other end like to your point like you could go do one of these courses and these $20,000 guru courses I think they're I mean for the most part I think they're typically legit and they could teach you how to do the process but what I've come across and this starts getting into total hooey hooey mindset woo woo whatever you want to call it but I think that the problem is Somebody says, oh, I want to get in real estate investing. Oh, I'll be a flipper because that makes sense. And when you start pursuing something that's not in your natural grain to whatever, you know, you're swimming upstream. Like my natural grain I found is rental properties. Like flipping would be awesome. It's immediate, big paychecks. It, it seems like it would be cool. But at the end of the day, it's swimming upstream for me. I'm currently looking at my bookshelves in my room and I call them the world's most expensive bookshelves because I'm the most gullible person yeah. with contractors <laughs> on the planet. I'd be terrible at flipping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason I should have paid what I did for these bookshelves. Yeah. And I had to find my niche. And for me, rental properties are kind of a boring niche. They're kind of slow. It's it's a long-term thing, whatever, but it is what it is. And so I think, in my opinion, it the processes of investing in real estate can be extremely simple. But number one, I think a lot of people get into strategies that are not in their natural grain at all. And number two... Part of real estate investing, if not the biggest part, in my opinion, is it's never about learning how to do the strategy. It's about learning from your mistakes. And a lot of people have either a fear of failure or they get knocked down one time and they don't have the initiative to persevere and keep going. To me, it's so much more of a mental game than it is the physical game. And I think that, you know, so from that standpoint, it becomes difficult again. So, it, you know, I think it depends a lot on the person. I think it depends. The reason that I'm putting out the book that I am is because it's almost like a prerequisite to 
selecting what you want to do in real estate. So things that people don't mention, oh, hey, you might want to think about these things, like investing versus working. Like people think they're going in for an investment, but all they're really doing is taking on a second job. It's like, well, that's cool if you know that's what you're doing, but did you want a second job? You already have a family, full-time job and kids. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's just a little bit more mentally challenging in a lot of ways than the actual process of whatever it is you're doing. Well, I tell you what, your explanation has drained me because... (laughs) It sounds, it, it, I mean, because you do, you know, you, you see that uh, a lot of people will say, okay, hey, yeah, you can make the, they show you the profits, right? They show you what the long term would lead to if you would invest X amount of dollars. And uh, I just think it's, if you don't know what you're doing, like you said, it can lead to a downward spiral. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, okay, let me, let me ask somebody who knows what this looks like, the mm-hmm. process, which makes sense. You need to know if it's part of what you're looking to do. Yeah, and I think because there are so many ways that you can invest in real estate, I mean, there's literally the whole gamut. There's the most hands-off, passive things you can do. There's the most rowdy, risky, hands-on things and everything in between. And so what I always advise people is like, Find somebody in the industry who, my favorite quote in life is don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade shoes with, which means find someone that you would trade shoes with and ask their advice. Because if, like, I have people all the time, I buy rent-ready properties. I don't buy any of this crap that I have to rehab. I don't want to do that. And I have have people all the time saying, oh, you're doing it wrong. You have to do this and this and this. And I'm like, I wouldn't trade shoes with you in a million years for your, I don't want your lifestyle. So why am I going to listen to what you're telling me to do? And so part of one easy way to start deciphering the industry is find the people like what I did in the beginning. I was a little bit pre-internet when I got started, but I found an author that I was like, man, I like what he says. I'm dry. I jive with that. Like I need to, I need to listen more to this guy. And I bought probably eight of his books. Cause I, you know, I found somebody that I would trade shoes with and whose message, worked with me because that helped me figure out where my niche was and it helped me realize I don't want to flip houses and maybe flipping is your thing so there's ways to do it and I just feel like the mindset part of it is you know it's because if you just dive into flipping because everyone tells you you should then you know it's going to be a pretty bad success rate I mean what probably 95% of people are going to fall out from that because they just didn't take the time to figure out, oh, should I actually be doing that? I don't know. So that's a lot of my motivation in life is I really try and swoop in with the mindset and help people just get a little more clarification on A, their own mindset and B, the options. Because when I got started, I didn't know the options at all. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. And with all the hard work that comes with running your own business and, you know, helping other people get set up with what they're looking to do, I know you have a little extracurricular activity that you, that you, I I know, right? No, but this this one, these are okay. These are okay. All right. So you're also a pilot and you are Uh also a rugby player. So out of the three, okay, entrepreneurs, small business (laughs) owners, you know where this is going. The pilot, being a rugby player, like which one of those gives you the most thrill? Which one do you really, really uh, get excitement from? Honestly, I think it's flying. Uh, rugby, I am happy to say that I have retired from rugby. Uh, I feel like rugby has a bit of an age cap on it. It doesn't pertain to everyone. There's some rugby <laughs> yeah. players who've been playing. I'm like, how are your limbs still intact? But uh, I graduated from rugby, but I think it's flying because flying is a really cool combination of 
requiring your brain, requiring you to be on your game, but also enjoyment. Like I live in Los Angeles and flying around here. I mean, I go buzz the Hollywood sign. I go buzz the ocean. I mean, it's just like this almost mystical, cool thing of being in the air and above the rest of the world. And so I think that one's got to take the cake. Oh, that's nice. All right. Well, next time in LA, I'm in LA, I'm going to reach out to you because I, I, oh, I enjoy flying as well. Yeah, take me flying. I want to check it out. <laughs> I definitely would love to check it out. All right, Allie, let's keep it moving before we run out of time here. So tell me about what you actually do in, in regards to helping others build their business. I know you're all for like creating a lifestyle that you can enjoy and have leisure mm-hmm. time and all that other good stuff. But when it comes to, is it just your business? Do you, is it specifically for, I guess it would be like for the real estate investments and kind of learning how to get into the business and scale it and develop it. Tell us a little bit about your process and the information that you share with those who are interested in learning from you. Yeah, so Hipster is very specific to, so we primarily work with turnkey rental properties. So turnkey is a name for a condition of the property. Like turnkey would mean you don't have to rehab it. There's already tenants in it. Like you stick the key in the door, you turn it, and you're making cash flow on day one. That's where the term originated. And what we work with are turnkey companies who are in markets where there's a lot of distressed inventory. So these companies go in, they buy these distressed properties, they rehab them, they put tenants in, and they have property managers set up to manage the property for you. So you as an investor can just buy the property your only job at that point is to do basic due diligence, you know, confirm you're getting what's advertised, do a property inspection, yada, yada, yada. But all of the hard, heavy listing is done for you. So, for example, a lot of my clients live in California where you can't buy a rental property for cash flow. So they buy in Chicago or St. Louis or whatever. And because they're not local, it's a great oh, yeah. setup because somebody's taking care of the property for you. Like you still, I like to say, you still need your brain attached because if the property manager at some point stops functioning properly, And you have to make a move on that. But it's a really cool opportunity because anybody can buy these really. And number one, if you don't live local to where you can get cash flow, they're advantageous because you're not going to be local to the property. And number two, what I found is it's offered the opportunity for a lot of newer people who may not like I didn't want to swing hammers when I first got into it. And I feel like a lot of people who wouldn't otherwise invest in real estate are now able to because the other stuff is done for them. And so what we do is like if you reach out and say hey i'm interested in this turnkey bit i'll introduce you to there's a lot of turnkey companies out there and it's hard to decipher who are the good ones who are not good and you know what market like well how do i pick a market i don't know and so the we help with that so if you reach out and say i'm interested in this turnkey rental property we basically stay on to be your hand holder we'll help you figure out which market to look at we'll show you some properties and if you decide to pursue one of those we'll stay on as much as some people don't want us but we'll stay on and hold your hand through the buying process once you've bought a turnkey once it's pretty straightforward but you don't know what you don't know and we stay on support and we actually don't charge you anything because we make our money on the seller side so it's a free service to you and it's really just as much or as little as you want us we will stay on and even once you buy the property if you have a problem or a question or something two years down the road you can still reach out like we're always here to help and so really the idea of the company is we just I just wanted to be a friendly face in an otherwise intimidating industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll be the first person to tell you, if you reach out and you're like, here's my goals, I'll be the first person to tell you turnkeys aren't for you. Like, I'm a terrible salesperson because yeah. I'll 
tell you not to buy the only thing that I sell. But, you know, like I help on that side. So it's, it's mostly free of service. And then past that, as far as like lifestyle design and passive income, like I'm starting to build a little bit more of my personal brand. I've started doing some business consulting. Like I've started doing more of that stuff outside of hipster. But as far as hipster goes, it's uh, mostly turnkeys. But, you know, I always welcome people to reach out. And if we can help you, we can help you. And if we can't, maybe I have uh, referrals or I can send you to somebody who's does more than what you're looking for or whatever it is. So, yeah, like I said, we're just trying to be a friendly face. And all the people that I refer you to, I won't just refer for anyone. I've had every turnkey provider under the sun reach out and ask me to refer for them, and I won't do it. I either have to have bought through them personally myself and had a good experience, or I have to be so closely tied to them somehow that I would send my own mother there. That's yeah. my that's always been my policy. So it's that's why I say we're a boutique referrals uh, service, because there's some people out there that do what I do, but they'll refer for just anyone because they just oh, make yeah. the referral fee from you know anybody. So we try and keep it very boutique size and very personable. Yeah, no, I, I love that. That's neat. That is very, very neat. Tell us rather, what do you enjoy most about working in real estate? Well, so here's the truth. I love real estate. You know, I have my engineering background. I love some numbers. I love going, walking through properties. Like I really like real estate, but to be totally frank about it, real estate for me is a vehicle for what it is that I really love, which is being able to go skiing when I want to, sleeping in when I want to, you know, oh, the lifestyle yeah. design component for me, that's really where my passion lies. And so I've been fortunate that real, you know, cause some people get into real estate and they just want to focus on the real estate. And I do that, but it's, it's to get to, it's, it's a means, means to, to an end, end type yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's totally the vehicle for me, but props to real estate because there's such a wide range of what you can accomplish with real estate. Maybe you want to be like me and you want the lifestyle design and real estate helps you get that. Or maybe you want to, you know, like there's endless possibilities, which is cool. But yeah, for me, it's what it gets me. But I yeah. say that if you put me in a property and give me a spreadsheet with numbers, I am all over it. Like <laughs> I will totally geek out on that. So <laughs> I can't say I don't like real estate, but yeah. it's not my number one passion. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, thank you for your honesty on the if we wait to present you with with uh, some formal <laughs> documents, we'll know we know where not to go. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's great. Hey, Allie, give us some advice. What would you advise an up and comer like somebody that's interested in this? Interested in which part? Let's go for the. You know what? I'll tell you what. You've already touched on the real estate. You've already kind of given us a background on. Hey, is you have to know if you are interested in really putting your time and effort in this. So uh -huh. let's let everybody kind of rewind and, you know, they can key in on that. Give us some advice on people who are interested in creating a life by design. I think that'll probably be more helpful. Yeah. Well, so if you want to get into lifestyle design, so when I say lifestyle design, I think of things like I'm not tied to a nine to five job and therefore the commute to the job and I have to live convenient to the job. Like because I now work from home and I have my own company, I can make my own hours. I can live anywhere that I want. I can travel when I want and just take my laptop and work with me. So that's kind of what I drive at with lifestyle design, which means you're not essentially held hostage by a nine to five job type of thing. Because yeah. then it's, you know, think of retirement. Like that, those people who retire, that's the epic definition of lifestyle design because now they can just do what they want when they want. That's what this is all about. So how do you do that? as a non-retiree age person and the answer to that is passive income and because passive income you make money without having to be physically present 
at that moment. And in my view, there's two ways to make passive income. You can either invest in passive income properties like the turnkey rental properties. They're not completely hands off, but they're pretty stinking hands off. Like they're as passive as it's going to get owning actual property. So that's an example of passive income. And, you know, for people who don't get into real estate, the other option is starting a business and at some point in that business outsourcing. So for example, I went on vacation for a week last week and my intention was to work, but quite frankly, I got pretty lazy on vacation. <laughs> I was like, ah, ah, I kind of worked one day, but I was like, ah, I'm not really feeling it, but I could do that because yeah. I have employees. Like I have employees who manage the day-to-day critical components of my business. So that frees me up to a not work if I just want to be on vacation and not work or B it leaves me to be able to do more of the visionary brain and how are we going to grow the company and all that but those job requirements are not on a time frame like I can not do it for a week and it'd be fine I'm still my company still makes money even if I disappear for a week and that is a critical concept because like if you open up a pizza shop and you're the person making the pizzas your company's not going to make money if you go on vacation for a week because who's going to make the pizzas and so that's my big thing is like how do you get passive passive income is the ticket to lifestyle design and how do you get passive income you know guys like tim ferris with the four-hour work week he really introduces uh lifestyle design he gives perspective on what this can look like robert kiyosaki with rich dad poor dad he talks about the passive income side so it's like well how do you put those two people together and actually make that passive income happen in order to be tim ferris or whoever you want to be and that's you know kind of what i like to help people with is what are your options for passive income and it's not an overnight thing it really it's a slow and steady wins the race and it's you know it can be kind of trying to get to that level but it's so worth it in my opinion like I still have challenges and all that but I at least get to sleep in after a night of challenges yeah and I think the biggest piece of advice I said it earlier is find somebody who's already doing it and talk to them like ask me because I'm actually living proof of it the guy that taught me about it was living it and I was like wait I need to know what you're doing can you tell me more about your life that's how I learned how to do it was because he was already doing it because if you go to a financial advisor you're like I want a passive income like the guy's sitting behind a desk like you know (laughs) exactly (laughs) so I, I just think it's so critical and just understanding it's not an overnight thing it can be a lot of building blocks it can be a lot of whatever but find the people who are doing it talk to them and just start laying the bricks for the foundation and you'll be surprised where it can get you excellent laying the bricks for the foundation that is absolutely perfect Allie, we appreciate it. I don't know where that one came from. That was, that was I, good. <laughs> I, I wouldn't write it down. I'm pretty sure I'll have this in the show note quote. So lay the bricks for <laughs> lay the bricks for the foundation. Cool, Allie. Hey, but before we leave, go ahead and tell us where can we find you online? Leave us your all your social media handles, your website. If you have any upcoming well, no, you don't have any. Well, I don't know. Maybe you have some upcoming speaking engagements. Who knows? And then your where we can subscribe to your newsletter, like all of that other good, yeah. all of that good stuff. Leave it for us. Okay. Yeah. So hipsters website is just hipsterinvestments.com. You can always reach out there. Definitely. If you're interested in the real estate stuff, subscribe there because we send out weekly 
emails. We do have a much more thorough, detailed inventory. If you reach out to us and say, hey, I want the much more thorough, detailed inventory, because we don't send that out. But we do send out webinar notices. Um, you know, we don't bombard you at all. We just kind of send you some basic stuff. So you can always subscribe at Hipster. You can always email me directly, Allie, A-L-I, at hipsterinvestments.com. I love meeting people, even if it's just to say hi, give a shout out that you found me on this podcast. I'll give credit where credit is due. And you know, I just like building a network of people. And I actually, for the first time ever, a month ago, just got on Facebook. I'd never been on Facebook. I saw that, and yeah. I, I started getting accused of not existing. I was like, well, that's kind of harsh. So I am oh on Facebook goodness. now, and you can find my page. I think it's Allie Boone Lifestyle, however you plug that in. If you just type in my name, uh, I have a profile and a page, whatever that means. I don't, I have not, Facebook is baffling <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll let you figure out how to make that. Find me on Facebook, and we'll be friends, I'm sure. And then Instagram and Twitter, uh, my handle is AllieBoone.com, and the dot is spelled out. So Allie Boone, D-O-T-C-O-M. And Hipster's got their handles. But if you find me in one spot, you'll you'll find me all over the place. And like I said, I love meeting people, so don't hesitate to reach out. Don't be shy. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I said a little bit, I'm, the real estate stuff is going, and I'm really working on my personal brand at this point. So I'm doing more like lifestyle design consulting and all that kind of stuff. And no speaking engagements scheduled right this second, but I do have the first book coming out, which will be Real Estate Mindset. And the second book, uh, I believe, is going to be more about my story. So we're, oh, we're trying to, my biggest passion, I just want to inspire people and help them get to this, you know, because I just think there's so much about life that we don't realize exists. And I, I would love for more people to find that. So yeah, find me in one spot or email me and I, I can give you all the handles, everything. An absolute gem. Thank you, Allie. We truly appreciate it. We'll have you back once the book drops, so be sure to let me know when that comes out. Cool. And uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us today, so enjoy the rest of your day. Happy 2019, and we will talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.